Welcome to the A Lot of Thoughts podcast. Courtney here um, with a different review today. Um, I am reviewing a non-Christian book. I polled everybody on Instagram and it was 100% that you guys wanted some non-Christian book reviews. And so um, really I want to look at these books in terms of, okay, are they good? You know, my normal stuff, but also how should a Christian approach a book like this? And is it worth the time of a Christian? So this first one that I wanted to talk about is Hillbilly Elegy by J.D. Vance. Now, I have to say, I when I became a bookseller in, it's been four and a half years, so um, almost five actually, so a long time ago, I remember this book think had come out like that year or it came out pretty quickly after I started working there and we never had it. It was so popular. And I have to tell you guys something. Most popular nonfiction books are books that I'm not going to read. <laughs> Usually they um really play into the culture, you know, of whether it's getting facts wrong because they're trying to be like woke and all of that. I don't know. It's just, it's one of those things that like, I typically don't think, wow, I should read that because everybody else is. I have done that in the past and it didn't turn out well. So, um, fiction books are a different story usually. Although, you know, James Patterson, as an adult, I will not try his books. (laughs) Um, yet he is very popular. (laughs) So, um, anyway, all that to say it was, a bestseller. We never had it in stock. So I knew exactly what it was. Wasn't ever interested in reading it, but I listened to J.D. Vance on Ali Beth Stuckey's podcast the other day and the other day, it was like a month ago. Um, and I really sincerely enjoyed it. And I was like, okay, I should try this book, but I'm really not a nonfiction reader. Um, minus Christian nonfiction. Regular nonfiction, I just, it's not my thing. I just really don't enjoy it. Um, there's, like, I mean, I have some good nonfiction books on my shelf. I'm looking at it right now, and I can see some really good nonfiction stuff that, like, I've watched a documentary, and then they, I've got the book that it was based on, so I should be really interested And I just never read them. They just sit on my shelf. So I picked it up knowing that there might be a chance that I really hate it. And actually, I borrowed it from my work. So we're allowed to borrow the used books. Um, And so I I wrote my coworker and I was like, okay, I'm going to borrow this one really quickly. And I don't want to buy it because there's a chance I'm going to absolutely hate it. And I have to say, I did not absolutely hate it. Now, you need to listen to this full review um, because I am going to say something about Christians and whether you should give your time to it. It's really interesting just about his family um, growing up in the Appalachian mountain region stuff. I don't know anything about geography. Um, I mean, I read the book um, in Ohio and just how he was able to kind of escape the hillbilly culture, which actually for me, not my family is not like what, um, what this book says. But at the same time, growing up in the South, there are elements of this book that I was like, oh, yeah, I totally get that. Like, that is, mm -hmm, yep. (laughs) Um, And his 
grandma that, or I, actually it's mamaw, which is what I call my mamaw, um, some of the elements of her not, okay, so if you read this and you're thinking, like, she does some terrible stuff. She also curses a lot, which I'm going to talk about in a minute, but, like, just the aspect of, like, loyalty to family and the fact that, like, she would do anything to protect JD, and, yeah, my mamaw is very much like that, and family is, like, the thing, you know? <laughs> Not that other places don't have that, but there's something in Southern culture, in my opinion, um, that really just instills that, and also, on my dad's side of the family, it used to be a running a running joke. Maybe it was my joke. I don't know. I just remember from, from when I was little where we'd have pig brains and eggs on Christmas. I never ate them. Never. And I never desire to eat that. But it was just like, you'd ask, like, what's that? And my mom would be like, pig brains and eggs. And I'd, no, no. But like, um, yeah, it just... So, I mean, what I'm saying is, is that I understood parts of this book. Um, praise the Lord. I definitely did not understand so many parts of this book. Um, he went through a lot as a kid. And um, I don't know, it was really good to read and just recognize um, that to me, it was, it was funny because he's he grew up and went to Yale and you'd think like you'd look at people like that and you're like, Oh, they never have any problems. And yet he had this like really dark history, uh, growing up. So, um, yeah, very, just very interesting telling of his story. Now there is a lot of cursing. So if that's not your jam, um, and if you're a Christian, I guess that shouldn't be your jam. <laughs> so that sounds silly, but, um, I was able to read it and it was fine, but that's just like a fair warning. Now, would I listen to the audiobook with my son in the car? No, probably not. Um, probably not meaning I wouldn't, but at the same time, I think it was just him telling the story in the reality of what it was. And so I could really, really appreciate it. Um, just because it would be weird. Like after you realize who you're reading about, it's, it would be weird if they didn't curse, you know, um, because that's part of who they were as people. And it really, um, it added to the story because it was real life. Um, so yeah, so that's my big thing. Otherwise it's, it was really interesting, really good. I am returning it to work. I'm not planning to buy it at this point. Um, but definitely if you can read it, definitely. I, Okay, so when this came out, it was very popular, and I mean, it was popular across the spectrum, so you have, like, Oprah saying it's good, and other sources where you're like, okay, these are liberal sources. Well, since the documentary, not documentary, it's just a movie, I'm sorry, since the movie came out on Netflix, I had started hearing, because I'm in the book world, I had heard a lot of people, like, calling for him to be canceled, because he, um basically proves that white people can be poor too and it's not made in the shade which you just don't hear that people are scared to say that nowadays and he wasn't 
And he even brings up some of that. And he doesn't avoid things. Like, I just finished it. And there was one point at the end where he talks about um, someone, I think it was his aunt or his cousin, I don't know, um, that got moved out of her house and got pregnant with a black man and how the family just would not accept it because the baby was half black. And so it's not an avoidance of the reality of the fact that like, I don't know, I think everybody thinks that we either have to be on the side of racism, not racism exists, sorry, everything is racism, or you have to be on the side of racism does not exist. And I think he does a very, very good job of navigating those waters and saying, you know what, there's a reality to racism, like, my family was racist, that's not me saying that, that's um, JD saying that, my family was racist because they wouldn't accept this baby, so it's not pretending that that doesn't exist, but at the same time, he's also saying, but it doesn't matter what ethnicity you are, you can still have a horrific childhood and be stuck in that place. That was the big point of this book was like, why, why whenever he went to Yale, was it so weird that he went to Yale? Like, why was it so like odd? And why is it so hard for kids like him to end up there? Um, I don't know. It was just really interesting. And I loved reading about his work ethic. He had a really bad work ethic and then he got really good at it. And I was like, that's an encouragement that, um, you can, as Christians, he doesn't say this, but um, as Christians, you can be content with where you are, but still work hard um, to be where you want to be. I don't know if that makes sense, but like, we do need to find contentment where God has placed us, but that doesn't mean that we just sit around and say, well, this is what life gave me and I could never do anything else. I don't know. It's just... I don't know if any of that made sense, but all that to say, very interesting book. I really did enjoy it. And like I said, my only comment is there's cursing, but otherwise just a very real look at what some people, um, have happened in their childhoods. And, um, as a Southern, as the Southern girl that I am, I resonated with parts of it and, um, yeah, just, yeah, I do recommend it. It has some long chapters and some short chapters. In case you wanted to know, like, because that's what I always talk about, the length of chapters. Also, can I ask a question? Why in every book, and maybe this is like, I have like an editorial mind. I have a degree in English. I wanted to be an editor until I decided I wanted to be a mom. Um, But, because you can't really do both. You can if you, yeah, you can if you do like side jobs, but side jobs are hard to come by in editing. Um, but how come on pretty much every book, when you get around page 100, and I don't know if it applies to this one, but I just thought about this. I'll be reading a fiction book and I'll go to find page 100 because I like giving myself goals of how far to read. So like, if I'm going to sit down and read, I'll be like, oh, okay, if I can get to page 100, not typically in one sitting, but 
why did the chapter changes happen a lot of times at page 100? If you know the answer to this, please let me know. Um, you can reach out to us on Instagram and Facebook at a lot of thoughts podcast or our email, a lot of thoughts podcast at gmail.com. Um, and until next time, I think I'm going to try and at least separate the non-Christian book reviews. Um, so what's next? I don't, I don't know what I'm reading now. I'm reading Love Has a Price Tag by Elizabeth Elliot. Um, I am about to start trusting God by Jerry Bridges. I'm reading Christianity. Yeah, Christianity and Wokeness. I always want to say Wokeness and Christianity. I get confused. I'm reading that, but it's very intellectual. So I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to finish it right now because we've just got a lot of things going on. Um, But I thought this was a long book review. It's not. Um... The next non-Christian one will definitely be Atomic Habits by James Clear, because I have a lot to say about that one, and I don't know what's after that. Who knows, y'all? We'll see. Um, If you have a book that you're like, oh man, I really want to know how this is, let me know, because I love hearing about new books, but I also have a bookshelf that is double full. Like I'm looking at it. It's so sad, y'all. I need more bookshelves, but I don't have places for them. So if you also have a solution to that, let me know. Um, anyway, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.